1: 91.
2: Yeah. What will it take for you to get to
1: that 100?
0: Um, Just more time. You know, it's only four weeks out. Um, I I think they say usually six to eight weeks. So um, each week, I think it it grows about 5% better. So um, I'm just taking my time. Were you almost surprised by how well you performed Um, tonight? A little bit. Mm -hmm. My touch around the room was was better than I anticipated. Um, You know, I called bank on the three, so um, (laughs) he he gave me a little... Grief about that, but other than that, I, you know, I went out there. That my teammates made it easy for me. He was he 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 absolutely destroyed our team on Friday in practice, and I thought it was really great until I watched the film and then thought our team stunk, um, as far as in that practice. Um, so that was a little bit of fool's gold I thought, and then I, th- I'm, you know, I thought that the last couple days he's he, he looks like himself. You know, he kind of looks like what I'd seen on film before I got here. I don't think he ever looked like that at any time last year as he was coming back, and that's just that's the way it goes with that injury. And, and um, But he is back to full speed, and he had a couple turnovers yesterday in practice when we were going up and down, but he was flying, and, um, you know, it's good to see. Celtics win the season opener
2: 121-105. This is the Garden Report on CLNS Radio and Celtics blog. Garden Report. We're back for another regular season. This is our third season now. Julian Edlow of CLNS Radio and WEEI joins me. I am Jared Weiss. Kyle George behind the camera. Sweatbox and Teddy Roxpin on the theme song. Let's talk about tonight's game. We heard from Rondo
1: and Stevens off the top, and it was just—it was a great return for Rajon Rondo. It couldn't have been a better return for Rajon Rondo. He fit in, as Steven said, he fit in seamlessly with the team yes. and gave them the exact kind of boost that they needed. Um, the offense looked incredible. Thanks to Kelly <laughs> Olynyk's third-quarter buzzer beater, the Celtics ended the third quarter with 101 points. Um, Rondo, 12 assists, 13 points. Flirted with the triple-double with seven rebounds. I don't think things could have gone better for him or the team tonight. Well, if you notice, you might hear those big pops. We've got these new lav mics here to try to get
2: rid of some of that background noise that everybody hates. We'll see how well it works when we hear that in post-production. Uh, but let's talk more about Rondo. Um, he, he looked like his old self. He was explosive, but he was very controlled throughout the game. He's hitting passing lanes. He's, you know, he's gunning balls in there, He's slipping pocket passes. But what I really love were the easier passes that they were getting, where they were driving to the lane, and you would have a weak side big man kind of flare out a little bit, get that 10-footer, maybe even that corner three-pointer there, yeah. wide-open shots, and they were hitting them every single time just about.
1: Yeah, I, there's no way that you can spin it that you can't like what you saw from the Celtics' offense tonight. Unless sh- you like good basketball. I'm and sorry, unless you hate <laughs> Unless good you basketball. hate good basketball. There you go. I mean, they shot 57% overall. Uh, they shot 36% from downtown. They... The lineups that they put on the floor, there's nobody that can't shoot the three ball. So, you know, you have to watch for that at all times. And when somebody gets into the paint, what are you going to do? You can't give up a layup, so you have to play off of three-point shooters. You're going to get a lot of those open looks. And, you know, they, they shot eight for 22,
2: which actually was percentage-wise worse than the Nets. But uh, I, I thought their three-point shooting was pretty good tonight.
1: Yeah, they, they really... I mean, percentage-wise, you're splitting hairs with it. The Nets shot 7 for 19 from downtown. So, I mean, they were relatively even there. But just the, the quality of the shots that the Celtics seem to be getting, you just kind of have to use the eye test there and watch the game and... You'll know that the Celtics played significantly better on the offensive end, especially through the first three quarters.
2: I mean, they scored thirty plus points in the first three quarters, which was shocking considering that while their offense looked good against some very mediocre teams before the season started, you just weren't expecting their offense to be just to shoot so well and to be ran so efficiently in their first game, even if it is yeah. against
1: the Nets who frankly are just a shell of what they were last year. The Nets year. certainly didn't have their best night, but still you gotta like what you see. Okay, well, uh, KG came back,
2: and that was weird. It, it was just weird, really. I mean, yeah. it, it was tough for him. Gino time came on, and he had to deal with that. Gino was awkward. It was pretty awkward. But, I mean, what would you think of just seeing KG in his 20th season now, still hitting those 20-footers?
1: He's never going to lose that. I mean, when... When we talked to KG after the game, he kind of admitted that it was hard for him to focus and you know it's always special for him to be back in Boston. He, he played well tonight. It's, t- you know, it's tough to see a superstar that you know we got to know so well here kind of on the decline, but it is what it is. Um, I, you know, I kind of focused on watching KG during that uh, whole Gino performance and uh, he didn't seem to enjoy it too much from the other side just kind of sat on the bench, didn't acknowledge it at all. And, uh, you know, those were some of his favorite times while he was here, dancing on the bench to that. So uh, certainly part of a new chapter for KG as he kind of is on the way out the door. All right, well, let's hear what KG
2: had to say about that exact instance, and we'll be back with part two. How did it feel to see Geno time as a
0: visitor? Uh, Listen, I was so upset. I didn't even get to really, really get Geno in my system. My low moment for the night, you know what I mean? Uh, Gino, big part of me, and uh, I didn't even get to celebrate it, but you know, I'm still a huge Gino fan. All right, thanks man. It was great. It was, uh, it was a great feeling. Um, surprisingly, I had no nerves going into it. I was very relaxed and calm, so that's a good thing. It was just a story, you know. I guess the basketball guys are with me on that on, that, on the steal, so I thank them. <laughs> and also, just
2: affecting game with energy. Like, how, how much pride do you take in just
0: being able to affect the game with energy? A lot of pride. You know, uh, that's who I am. I'm a very energetic type of person. So, you know, on the court, I'm gonna try to give as much energy as I have. I thought our I thought our intensity was really good. Even when we were scrambling and out of sorts, um, we were doing it hard. You know, we were we were flying all over the place. We were active. Um, we were active to the biggest threats. They missed some open threes, um, but I thought that we we really played in the first half defensively. It's hard to be up twenty six and continue to play that way. And you saw it. I thought the start of the third quarter, we were much 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 less authoritative authoritative in our defensive stands, and so. We've got to grow from that, and you know, it's a great it's a great game for us because we got I thought we did a lot of good things. Um, we can build off those, but we can get a lot better, and we, we showed that, too. We're back for part
2: two now. We're going to break things down a little bit more, talk about an NBA debut for Marcus Smart. Yep. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, just the way that he was playing defense. He actually had four steals on the night, no turnovers in 28 minutes. He had 10 points. He only had two assists, and he only had – Two rebounds but i don't think the stat sheet really did him enough justice i mean sure he missed a few shots here or there some of them were good shots some of them were bad shots but his defense is persistent he's bothering the point guard it's yep. like having another avery bradley like having another young rajon rondo i mean he's yep. doing what he needs to get done out there
1: and stevens had so much praise for him he did um you know smart like most of the team tonight looked great uh like you said he only had the two rebounds and the two assists the rebounds will come, and the assists are simply a product of Rondo being back and playing on the ball. Rondo, uh, sorry, Smart got a lot less time at point guard, so you would expect those assist numbers to go down.
2: Well, we got some at the end, though. was yeah. ready to give up the ball. He didn't want it <laughs> yeah.
1: anymore. I mean, Rondo did his damage. Yeah. Um, but Smart, what you always know you're going to get from Marcus Smart is on the defensive side of the ball. And he was hounding the Nets guards all night. Like you said, he had four steals that's just kind of what Marcus Smart does you know that he's going to have plenty of poor shooting nights uh, but you got to take the good with the bad and he's going to get his minutes because he's always going to be you know one of the best defensive players on the floor and that's on a team with Avery Bradley who's
0: already
2: and, arguably yeah, that's one certainly of the three or four something. best defenders of that position already for sure so that I says mean, a that, lot about him. That defensive front is going to be scary, and it made a, it made a big impact tonight. I mean, the Nets just couldn't really get through a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, they had a they had a tough time, and when you know when Bradley and Smart pick up full court, that's going to give any guard, no matter how good of a ball handler, they might not turn the ball over, but it's going to bother them, and that in turn affects the offense on the other end. And you know, the the Nets wound up scoring you know a good amount of points tonight. They had 105 points. That's somewhat of a product of the Celtics easing up a little. They had 101 points at the end of the third quarter, so the game was kind of wrapped up by then. And, I mean, it was
2: him defending Darren Williams, who, Mm -hmm. while the numbers may look good for him tonight... Williams had a... He looks out of shape, and he looks sluggish. He really did. It's kind of sad to see such a great player look that way.
1: Yeah. um, You know, Williams is kind of a situation where the box score doesn't tell the story, like you said. You gotta use the eye test with him. He didn't look too good on the floor. And you have to give credit to Bradley and Smart for that. All right, well, let's talk about my baller of the night. We're bringing it back, baller of the night.
2: Kelly Olenek, uh, he's hitting the three ball, I mean, he's, he's scoring from all over the place and he's driving from the perimeter, which is really great to see out of a big band, and I think he was the guy that benefited the most out of the stuff I was talking about as far as weak side baseline jumpers, I mean he got yeah. a lot of good looks there, he made some plays around the rim, I mean it was one of his better games he's had in a long time, I mean really if we're assuming that the regular season just ended, <laughs> right. one of his best games he's, had, he's really had in a long time.
1: Yeah. Um Olenek was great. He led the team in scoring with 19 points, shot 8 of 14 from the field. Like I said, not much went wrong for the Celtics tonight. Things couldn't have gone much better and that includes Olenick. This is kind of the the type of game that uh we can expect from him when we see him at his best and things were clicking on all cylinders for him and you know, it it was good to see. People really expected a lot out of Olenick, I think with the way he, you know, had those Three 25 or so point games in a row to wrap up last season, and with what he did tonight, there's you can't really dispute that. Okay, well, baller of the night, it's the first time for yep. you. I want to hear who's your baller of the night for me. It was an easy decision, and it might be you know kind of a popular one or the easy choice to take, but it was Rajon Rondo. You know, he came back from injury and he had kind of a little pad on his hand, but. It didn't seem to affect him at all. He's obviously been running, staying in shape. This wasn't like coming back from the ACL injury. He came back pretty far ahead of schedule to play on opening night tonight. And you know he he almost had a triple-double in just under 30 minutes on the floor. So it it was a classic Rondo game in the sense that you just felt like he was doing whatever he wanted to out there. He came out, started stacking up the assist numbers, came out of the locker room after halftime, got his scoring going. And he had seven rebounds to go with his 13 points and 12 assists. It just felt like there was nothing that Rondo couldn't do on the floor tonight. And he was just the perfect ingredient to add to all the positives that we saw in preseason.
2: All right, so last thing here. Let's go to the Twitter bag here. We got a question from Big Carlton. What is the main goal of this team for the season as a fan? What should be a realistic expectation from the Celtics? Hashtag on board. Julian, realistic expectations, 82-0, uh, 120
1: points a game. Sounds about right. Well, that's what they're on pace for, so yes. not and too pace unrealistic, pace after one right? game is
2: always how it goes. That's
1: the key ingredient. So the main goal for this season, I think Brad Stevens or Danny Ainge would probably tell you, is to improve. So, you know, all these young pieces that we saw last year that took the team to 25 wins – this season we want to see those same pieces as well as a recovering Rondo, you know, get the team to 30 or 35 wins. That would be improvement. That ups the value of all the assets that, you know, Ainge has collected here. And as long as they're on the up, you never know what type of player would want to come into the mix to play with Rondo, Smart, Sullinger, Olinick. So just kind of improve, show that you're on the up. A realistic expectation as a fan from the Celtics. Uh, the weei.com staff writers did a piece this morning i predicted the team to finish with 35 wins which was much higher than i felt they would be a couple months ago so i think 35 wins is a realistic expectation as a fan
2: it's funny it's the same thing for me when i went my original season preview series i remember back we like, were around the yeah, same we were it was low-balling like 28 29 wins or so but it was just that i was surprised at how coherent the system looked when they showed up in the preseason it's i i think we all shortchanged brad stevens
1: for sure
2: and it was fair i mean brad stevens while he's he's gotten so much praise we haven't seen a lot of results yet but it's very apparent that they are able to develop a good system and they're going to be able to implement it they don't have enough talent to make that system a playoff caliber system probably not but they have they have the guys in place that they're at least going to be good Mm -hmm. and Good for them is going to be around 30 to 35 wins, probably, yeah.
1: But my expectation is no longer going to be about 28, 29 wins. I'm looking
2: at more in the low to mid-30s.
1: They're not the 76ers. You know, a team can't just show up and kind of give half effort, 75% effort, and just expect them to roll over. This team is going to stay in games this season and at least compete with the best teams in the NBA. All right, well, thanks for joining us. First game of the year. We're excited to do 40
2: more of these ones. For Julian Edlo, I'm Jared Weiss. Theme song for The Garden Report is That Ride by Sweatbox, produced by Teddy Rockspin. Download the CLNS Radio mobile app. Download the show on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Search The Garden Report Celtics. We've got the link on the description for you. We'll see you next time. Julian, Jared, we're out of here at Garden Report. Peace. It was. Um, you know, he's a hard nosed defensive player, and Rondo is as well. And like I said, it kind of makes everyone. After I saw him get a steal, I tried to do right after. So um, it's contagious, man. We all want to go out there and play hard and give her
0: all. You know, it's just a heated game, you know, heated battle. You know, he's high energy, high emotion guy. And uh, you know, he's. that's, you know, if teams are losing, they got to stir something up.
2: Uh, You know, we were just locked in on defense, you know. Everyone was working together on both ends of the floor and, you know, guys were making shots. You know, Ronald did a great job coming back and, you know, just lifting energy,
0: getting guys easy looks.